0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Root Barmaid podcast with me, the Root Barmaid. I've got some music now, so a uh, big thanks to Gary for making the music for me. Um, I have unfortunately not got a better microphone for Christmas, and the microphone I did have is missing its like buffer thing. So it's actually worse sound quality. So uh enjoy that. Um it is the fifth day of twenty twenty three and I am already furious. So let's talk about it. But first we'll start as we always do with what I'm drinking. Uh I'm afraid tonight it's not actually a beer. I've got a glass of Temperanillo red from it's from Asda. It's in their great wines under like four pounds fifty or under a five a deal. Um it's like it's Tempranillo, so it's you know like quite sweet blueberries a little bit spicy bit of stone fruit it's very nice it's very drinkable and it's well deserved why is it well deserved because I have two babies that's why wine is always deserved uh because yay I made it through another day of parenting without losing my shit or crying so that is always a cause for a celebration so today you may have guessed from the title of this episode that we are talking about camera do I have a personal vendetta against them no I don't think so I think it's modern camera I think modern camera core and what they stand and work for is honestly amazing however our local branch is not so do i have a personal vendetta against the portsmouth and southeast hans branch yes absolutely one million percent and i was really trying to decide whether i should name and shame the branch in this episode or not because obviously so many of our customers are from this branch um, and i want to be really clear i am not bashing them of the or the casual camera member or people who love real ale or people who join for that reason or even core camera i am talking about the committee at the center of our local branch uh, and before I get too far into that though, uh, I want to talk about Camera and how he got from Kruger's Bar and Kerry to a national organisation. So Camera was founded on March 16th in 1971 by Michael Hardman, Graham Lees, Jim M- Makin and Bill Meller. Um I would like to mention, of course, um, I would usually mention that it was, of course it was founded by four white men because have you ever met a group of white men who didn't think they could change the world or change something? Um, I mean, have you looked at America? Um, but what um but also almost every large uh, long standing organization was started by men uh who are largely white so um I digress but funnily enough this is not actually a feminist rant this episode or at least I'm not aiming to be it's about more more than that but we'll see it can always turn into a feminist rant I'm always up for one of those aren't I so Hanman, Lees, Mencken and Mellor were opposed to the mass production of beer in the British brewing industry. The original name for the campaign was actually the campaign for the revitalisation of ale Uh, and following the formation, uh, as I say, in that Kruger's Bar in Kerry in 1971, uh, they had their first annual meeting a year later in 1972 at the Rose Inn in, I'm going to say the name wrong, Nunnerton. In the early days, membership consisted primarily of the founding members and their friends, however, interest in camera grew massively and by 1973 just 2 years after their founding there were 5000 members now camera has 5 core aims and they are 1 to secure the long term future of real ale real cider and real perry by increasing their quality availability and popularity to promote and protect pubs and clubs as social centres as part of the uk's heritage to increase recognition of the benefits of responsible moderate of responsible and moderate social drinking to play a leading role in the provision of information, education and training to all those with an interest in beer, cider and perry of any type. And finally, to ensure where possible that producers and retailers of beer, cider and perry act in the best interests of the customer. And they're all very good value. There's not a single statement there that I don't think is worthwhile or an issue that I don't think should be worked towards. And actually, their fourth one, which is um, playing a leading role in the provision of information, I think they do fantastically. If you go onto the camera's website, there is so much information from different kinds of beer, yeasts, hops, brewing processes, and there's everything from like the novice all the way up to people who are ve- to um, like experts, so there's always something you can learn and it's all on camera's website, so I do think that is amazing, what an amazing asset and what an amazing wealth of information to have. Uh, however, I do think that the fifth statement, um, that there are probably a lot of women, uh, other women compared to me as well, trans women, trans men, non-binary or queer folk in the industry. Uh, as either bar owners, public, publicans, or beer beer influencers, or even as drinkers would say that, unfortunately, the last statement, um, the last objective, is something that is regularly, unfortunately, failed at. And I'll not start on the Great British Beer Festival 2022 again, because I've covered that so many times. Um, and Camerabelle publish the Good Beer Guide annually, which is a directory of real al- ale outlets and listings of real ale breweries. Now, this is something I want to talk about, uh, because... The voting for this is wild. So, for example, in 2023, the guide was published in the autumn. The votes and the venue selected are are selected in the spring prior. So mainly made up with votes from the year prior. So the most up-to-date guide, 2023, is published in 2022, voted on early spring 2022, using information largely obtained in 2021. So the information could be almost two years out of date, I say it could be because um, smaller businesses and things they tend to be owned by one person. That means that they sort of stick around with the same ownership for a long time. But have you ever worked um, in a service industry? Like I know that when I worked, when I first started working, for example, at Coffee One, I opened the fiftieth store there with them, and I was the assistant manager when the fiftieth store opened. Do you know? I was left. I worked there for Coffee One for two and a half years in total. Um, I changed stores myself four times. I was sent all over the country as well to go and, like, train people up several times. My whole store staff changed at least three or four times. I don't think there was a single member left at the end when I finally handed in my resignation that was there when I started. I was the only, like, original 50th store member. Um, so they can so much can change in years, is what I'm saying particularly when um the reason why you're getting the good beer guide is because of the way that your beer is kept and the quality of it and the quality of the beer you serve and that you serve real ale so if you change managers who then instead of ordering from local breweries switch to ordering from wholesalers or from bigger companies because they get better deals or have the salary fitted out that statement could very quickly become untrue um and staff members can change and obviously if you've got a a seller manager who is very skilled and then maybe they are training somebody up but then the seller your original seller manager leaves prior to the new person being fully trained up there could be a point where the beer is not kept at optimum temperature or for the optimum amount of time um so there's a lot of things i think with it being so out of date it, it makes it an inaccurate guide in my opinion um and on top of that have you seen the rate at which like bottle shops tap rooms pubs and bars and brews are closing at the moment it's literally like one a day if not more it is fucking mental um so i just think that you know you could have put a tap room in 2023 that announced in january that they're closing do you know what i mean like or in december that they're closing because lockdowns were shit and the cost of living crisis is not helping businesses either the government is doing fuck all about it but that's another issue it's just wild to me that our entry for this year would have been made up of votes from before my bar manager even worked for us like he is the best at keeping beer And we were not bad before we were always good we've always been in the good beer guide but it's wild that a lot of the votes come in during the week and sam runs the bar during the week so you're voting and then you're coming in to be served by someone who never who wouldn't have kept the bar in the time that those votes came in uh it's actually probably i mean it's still just as good if not better we've we only improve and then this is where um i sort of go into a little bit of a hate on the local or i might get into it might get a bit of hate on the local facebook beer groups um so yeah there so have to be a bit careful but also you know fuck them because be better it's 2022 2023 2023 uh so the good big guy 2023 was published on the 27th of October twenty twenty two. But the local branch event where you could find out that you were officially in it or not was held in November november after the fucking book had been published and the pack got said that the information was embargoed until the end of september and we couldn't announce it now obviously the pack was given out late so we could announce it as soon as we received the pack but the fact that the fucking pack said don't forget this information's embargoed you can't announce it because they were supposed to do it so much earlier than they did like our branch just didn't do it they were supposed to do it so throughout september and october nearly every other pub in the country that had got into the good beer guide was announcing on the facebook page and the social media like we're in it we're in the good beer guide you know and we can announce it until after the book had actually been published because we hadn't officially been told by our branch it's shocking it's sickening now we knew that we were in it because we'd been told by um people in camera you know we do thankfully have people in camera who love us and um clearly they love us because we keep getting in the good beer guide and this might piss people off then we might not get in it next year but hey fuck you if you're that petty um this is just tips on how you can be better um so yeah we couldn't announce it because the day we found out was after the application date um and that's just stupid so stupid <laughs> so that's my first gripe my second is this and it's simple look at the website seriously just google ports from the south east hans camera and look at their website uh if you want to go to it directly it's p-s-e-h dot camera c-a-m-r-a dot org dot uk seriously go and search the fucking website because i saw it was made in like 1998 and they were like yep that'll do it is so bad like i'll do them a fresh website for free and i'm not a web designer but like i could do better in an afternoon <laughs> than what they've currently got it is so bad I don't know if I'm bullying or if I'm being unduly mean. <laughs> uh, nah, fuck it. It's twenty twenty three and the website looks like it matches with the branch's morals. Um like if you've got a website from the last century, I'm going to expect the your opinions towards women, gay people, um, and everything is from the last century as well. Fucking get it together, change it. It is it is so far into the next century. <laughs> Um, And so we move on to the reason that I began this year so furious and so livid, Winterfest. Now, what annoys me about this Winterfest is that when it was first being talked about by camera um, or our branch of camera, they said that if no one took took it on to organise it, because um, it is a bit of a hassle to organise. You've got a lot to do. You've got a, a, you know, there is a venue that we've that's been used previously that I would assume it would be quite easy to get back into. But if they ever said no, if they had another event on, you have got to find a new venue. You have got to source all the beers, get everybody there, get all the tickets sold. Blah 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 blah. Like it's it's a lot to organise, particularly for one person or even a couple of people. Um, and they said that if no one took it on, the, w- the Gosport would be without a beer festival, which is ridiculous because Awakening fucking exists. And Awakening, if you don't know about Awakening, um, honestly, I really recommend it. Have a look on Facebook. They've still got tickets that are available for 2023 2022 Look fucking banging. I would have loved to have been there, but hey, I'm a mum and I also run a pub, so I can't go to the beer festivals. Uh, but it looked amazing, um, and I would really, I'd love to go this year. But again still got children still got a puppy to run uh, but yeah I, it, it it's honestly it's so cool it's like the coolest beer festival it's got music great beers and isn't a church like it's such a cool place like you know praise the beer gods praising Nancassi. cassie fucking awesome um so they completely ignore this hugely successful and awesome beer festival that gospel has uh, but also it's just an absolute nightmare so the last two winter fests which were 2020 and 2019 uh one of my temporary bar staff members one of the people who covers for me when me and my husband are off when uh sam our manager's off um he was hosting and running the keg bar um and my old bar manager at the time reese he he'd gone to winterfest and he, he let the our friend go for it, go to the loo and race around the bar for a minute he literally ran it for minutes while our friend ran to the loo right and in that time he had three people tell him how keg beer wasn't real beer now even camera headquarters recognize key keg beer is real because no gas actually touches the beer at any point um so they're fucking wrong <laughs> but also how often must this have happened for him to have literally been on the bar for literally like fucking moments i've had three people tell him his business and be wrong about his business as well um and i checked my friend who was running it all weekend and he said it was continuous um and i just think did these people's mothers never teach them if you've not got anything nice to say don't say anything and also like how many of them like how fucking continuously that all day for the whole three day weekend for the whole three day event it was just that's not real bit that's not real bit (laughs) haha i'm fucking superior jesus fucking christ um so winter 1st 2023 firstly at their poster for it oh my god it's so bad go and look at their poster i swear to you it's like um like if you told me that it was a joke and it was from Vizcom, i'd fucking believe you it's so bad um i guess it's on brand because it does match their website (laughs) it's terrible (laughs) please go look at it um if you're one of my regulars and you want me to send it to you? I will be more than happy to because I saw it and I cry. I wetted myself laughing. It's just, again, they have people in their branch of camera who are so good with computers, who are so good with graphic design, who are happy to do things. I'm not even a member of camera. If they'd have sent me an email saying, hey, can you look up a poster for us? This is the information it needs to include. I'd have fucking done it in an afternoon and I'd have been glad to and it would have been better than the shit that they've got. Like, they need to utilise people around them—they need to utilize people who are younger than the average age people who are in their like late 60s early 70s who i'm sure know how you know very technologically aware as tech computers came out but now it's sort of maybe passed them by please i have an ipad i have free evenings i will do you your posters just please stop putting shit out there please Sorry, I needed a big sigh after that. Like, this really has angered me. And at the bottom of um, the poster, it says that you can buy the tickets from my bar from the AO house Now, nobody has contacted Steve or me to ask if we'll stock the tickets. We have before, so it is a reasonable assumption to make, but we all know what assumptions do. Um... And then we found out they want us to take card only for the tickets and transfer them the money. This is hilarious and ludicrous. Um, because do you know who the biggest whiners and whingers are about paying card and cash only in my cash-free paperless bar? It's camera members. And also historically, the tickets and bars have always been cash because if you want to pay card, you can just pop your order online and pay card that way. Um, so paying cash, you come into the bar you pay, and basically they're like, i don't know what the price is this year it might be 10 or 11 it's like 10 11 pounds whatever it is you give us the cash we pop it into an envelope and then like once a week um a guy from camera will come around and like collect the envelope and take the cash out and give us a fresh one um and that's what works you know that's what works for us so that we know that it's all safe we're putting like a little safe lock box at the end of the night and it means that the literally the money that's gone into that envelope goes back out again to camera there's no like we've got to count it we've got to sort anything out um, it's literally zero work for us. So that's why I've never minded stocking them. But this year, they want it to be card only. Um, and this is where it gets really fucking dumb. So they want to sell the ticket face value and then transfer them the money of sold tickets at face value. Now, I'm not saying I want a handling fee or anything like that, but there is a percentage charge on card transactions. It is less money and time that we then the money and time that we waste when we take cash um if you want me to talk about cash i can absolutely rant about that for fucking hours uh but basically the overview is is that for us to take cash that we have to then cash up at the end of the day which t- 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 costs us a person's hours um, for at least half an hour to count it all up uh put it into the safe box our insurance is higher because we're carrying cash on site we then have to place a change order which costs money you pay for ordering change you have to go down to the bank standing queue for i can guarantee standing in the queue at the bank is probably half an hour because there's always somebody at the front who wants their bank statements back to like 1974 um and then you go and pay your cash in uh they give you the change back you walk back down the street with it so you're walking like as well just with cash just with hundreds of pounds of cash. It's It doesn't feel very safe, to be honest. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, and it costs us a lot of money, as I say. Our insurance went down as soon as we stopped taking cash. Um, it's bigger than just a transaction fee. Um, and a lot of people don't realise that. But anyway, card is definitely better for us. But if we charged, say that the tickets are £10, I charged someone £10 and then I sent Winterfest £10, I've lost my percentage on the transaction so it's cost me money to be an outlet for you which I don't think it should we are doing you a favor by stocking these tickets it shouldn't cost us money and that my friends is why Winterfest 2023 is 114 on my list so how much time have we got about five minutes am I going to do any list items today let's see yeah we are we are we're going to do number 111 now 111 Uh, If you've been following us on Instagram lately, you'll have seen this. Uh, This is Jack Stevenson. He left me a nasty review where he referred to... I have screen grabbed it, but if I find the screen grab, it's going to take too long. Uh, I just want to talk while I'm in the flow. Um, So he said that I was boring the poor old man at the bar, who, by the way, was one of my favourite regulars and customers, who is neither poor nor old, Um, and saying that I was boring him and subjecting him to my feminist views. Um, and that he would love to visit again if only Trunchbull wasn't working. Um, oh, and that I look like a bulldog chewing a wasp. Um, so considering my last name is Bull and I was called bulldog through school, well, done, you have the mentality of a fucking fourteen-year-old. Um, and also he oh he called me the Root barmaid, which actually my feminist rant to my customer. I was talking about my podcast called the Root barmaid. So not only does this man have the imagination of a fourteen-year-old. Uh, he also couldn't even come up with an insult and use my own words to make a point. Um, he felt trenchable wrong as well. Um, and do you know what? I did have my hair in a messy bun. And I wasn't wearing makeup, so maybe I didn't like trenchable. But fuck you, Jack Stevenson. I'm glad your review got removed. I'm not. I am going to name you because you fucking posted it. Um, and that uh, brings me to the end of another podcast. Um, I would like to thank Alan, my most favourite, one of my most favourite and longest standing regulars, um, for reminding me to write out. What I want to say so I don't go off on too many tangents. I hope I managed it in this episode. Um, and to Chris, another one of my favourites, for reminding me that I've never actually said where I worked. Although now I'm thinking about it, I don't think this is the episode to tell people because I might get hate mail from um, Portsmouth and the Southeast Dance Camera. Um, <laughs> so follow me on Instagram if you'd like to know which alehouse is mine. And I'd like to thank Gary for the music he created for me, which I have placed throughout this episode wherever I lulled too much. And lastly, thank you as always for listening to me rant. Follow me on TikTok and Instagram at TheRudeBarMade or word on both of them. And I'll catch you next time. Bye.